Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Suplex with the Suplex Show with Brett A. Name pending. Can't even get my, my show's name right today. That's how you know this is gonna be a a great episode. Just just the best episode ever. So yeah. Um whatever. I'll stop talking. So today is going to be my first ever how I would book series of first ever episode of the how I would book which is inspired again by Wrestle Talk because at this point I just like steal their content specifically uh their YouTube channel Parts Fun Known and uh how Adam book would book which is Adam Blompier he's the one who does it he's hilarious by the way go watch his stuff go watch Wrestle Talk stuff but mine first but then them but mine first if anyone is actually watching this which I would doubt they are but, you know, if you are, you know, nice to meet you. So the couple of parameters, there's one parameter I'm going to be um, setting. And that's, so this is on, being recorded on Memorial Day, before Raw on Memorial Day. So last week on Raw, when they had the number one contenders match between Drew and Kofi, completely ruined my booking. But the week before that, when... um. He pinned Orton Lashley in the same night. That we're gonna start the week after that. That's gonna be where we start. So uh, yeah, let's just uh, get into it. Next. Okay, so welcome back to the show. Now we're gonna be actually doing the how I would book. So we start with the week uh, he pinned Lashley and Orton in the same night with uh, specifically McIntyre helped to uh, him pin Lashley. So what there were that we keep all that and we're starting next week. So next week to kick off the show, uh Bobby Lashley comes out to talk about how um uh he like he Kofi only beat him because um ah uh, sorry, I'm stuttering. I'm kind of spitballing here. Like I have this like partially planned out but not fully planned out. So Lashley comes out to talk about how Kofi, like, only pinned him because Drew helped, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so Kofi interrupts him and comes out and talked about how he didn't actually need Drew's help. He could have done it. Drew just happened to interfere. And then um, Drew comes out, and Kofi um, Kofi's like to Drew, like, I appreciate you interfering on my behalf last week. I thank you for your help. But this is my fight. And Drew is like, well, I already talked to Adam Pierce, And he said that um, I was going to get the title shot in Hell in a Cell, in a Hell in a Cell match. Because um, I um, didn't get pinned in the triple threat. And Kofi is like confused. He's like, why Why would Pierce do that? I should, I deserve a title shot. And then all of a sudden he gets an RKO out of nowhere from Riddle. And then um, Woods and um, Woods and who? Woods and Riddle come out there, and it just dissolves into like a big brawl. And then we come back from the break, and it's a six-man tag between uh, McIntyre. It's like both sides are kind of like uneasy with each other because Kofi and Drew are kind of like kind of on the same side, but also kind of not. So it's Drew in the New Day versus Lashley and RK Bro, and then obviously RKO because. RK Bro and Lashley aren't super, you know, whatever, because um, um, 
you know, Riddle, obviously a babyface. The other two kind of heels. And Randy Orton can never be trusted. And then um, Lashley win, Lashley can win this match by, let's say, pinning Woods, I guess. So, crucially, Lashley and McIntyre don't like get the pin on each other. And RK-Bro and New Day don't get the pin on each other. So, after the match, um, Riddle goes backstage and he asks Pierce for, at Hell in a Cell, he wants RK-Bro versus um, the New Day in a number one contenders match for the tag team titles. And Pierce is like, yeah, I guess we can do that since Kobe's not getting his title shot. And then, so, over the next couple, you have like two or three weeks till Hell in a Cell. You just can do like some general building to both matches, like, you know, Kofi versus Orton again, or, like, Woods versus Orton, Kofi versus Riddle, you know, just all those possible little um, combinations. And then you can also build, to, do stuff to build to the Lashley and McIntyre match, which isn't, and all the while, while you're building to that Lashley-McIntyre match, you have, like, maybe, like, backstage promos or, like, Stuff where you can tell Kofi's kind of like he wants to be there, but he kind of like he has to do this tag team thing first. And like, you know, like Woods feels bad for him. He's like, we just got to get this out of the way and then you can go for the title. And so all the while, McIntyre and Lashley are feuding. Kofi's kind of like in the background there, always just kind of like in the background watching. So eventually we get to Hell in a Cell and earlier on in the card. So it's, um, not it's RK Bro versus New Day, number one contenders match for the tag team championships. And so it's um going pretty well, I'd say. Um you have so at one point you have Woods and um Riddle in the ring, and Riddle's been getting worked over and he's trying to get the hot tag to Orton. And Kofi um so Orton goes out to the outside to take, and he takes out Kofi, who's on the apron. Sorry about the noise. And so Riddle, so Kofi's outside, out on the outside. Uh, Orton's looking for the hot tag. Riddle is being worked over, and Woods is in the ring working Riddle. And then so MVP's music hits, and he comes out, and he's just kind of like standing there distracting them. So Woods gets distracted and Riddle's able and Kofi is able to like awaken by this time. And he's also kind of like looking up the ramp. He's like wondering what MVP is doing here. And then so Riddle makes hot tag to Orin and Orin hits like an RKO out of nowhere. And he pins Woods, but Kofi doesn't notice because he's too focused on MVP. So they lose the number one contenders match. Later that night, uh, Lashley retains versus McIntyre and have it do, like, really brutal so that you can write off McIntyre from TV so that he um, he can take a break because he's been working, like, relentlessly, even when he got COVID since uh, WrestleMania last year and even, like, before that. Um, so, yeah, and use the Hell in a Cell match to write um, McIntyre off, have it be, like, super brutal. And then uh, the next night, Pierce or Kobe goes to Pierce and he says like I want a tag team match or not a tag team match I want Lashley for the WWE Championship at Money in the Bank which is the next pay-per-view and Pierce says okay but you're gonna have to run the gauntlet so most of the third hour of Raw is dedicated to a Kofi Mania 2 gauntlet like the second and it's filled with like people from like Kofi's past like you have like Sheamus because like the bar and then you can have like Orton and just like tons of tons of people, tons of heels on the roster, which 
WWE is too many of them. And you can even have like Elias in there because for some reason New Day and Elias and Riker feuded for two weeks and then they just stopped. So you have Kofi run the gauntlet and then finally wins and like to the close Raw, Kofi. Sorry, my audio, the thing I'm using to record just randomly cut out there at the end. That's why it ended so abruptly. But basically what I was saying, so Kofi wins the gauntlet filled with like kind of like people from his past just for fun. And it's like big baby face stuff, kind of like the original Kofi gauntlet Oh, uh, uh, for the first Kofi mania. Um, this isn't obviously Kofi mania because it's not stretching out all the way to WrestleMania. But um, what you can do, so it's a close show. Kofi's like exhausted. He can like barely get up and Woods is like slow riding with him in the ring. And then, like, Lashley comes out, and he just, like, destroys them both. And so they're both, like, dead on the ground. And Lashley's, like, holding up the title when Raw ends. So um, next week on Raw, you can do, obviously, so all the while, Money Bank qualifiers are happening. And it doesn't really matter who's fully in the match, but what matter Finn Balor qualifies for Money in the Bank. He makes his – actually – no, Finn Balor, uh, this is just fast-forwarding to Money in the Bank. There's a mystery person announced for the Money in the Bank ladder match, and it ends at Finn Balor returns on the night of Money in the Bank in the Money in the Bank match. But that won't be important until later. So, now, next week on Raw, you can do, like, Kofi versus, like, Shelton, because they used to be in the Hurt Business, or, like, Woods versus Lashley, you know, to just build this feud. It doesn't really matter a ton. But like a consistent kind of like a little story beat I want you to have is that Lashley thinks like he's the dominant. He's almighty. He thinks that Kofi's not really like worthy. He's just like some like tiny little thinks he's Jamaican. He's not like, he's not powerful. He's just a small guy. Basically like just calling out Kofi. He's like, you're weak. You're bad. Look at me. I'm strong. And he has like his ladies and stuff. And, um, he is, like, not really worried about Kofi at all for the pay-per-view, but Kofi's, like, he's been training him with Woods and he's been studying the tapes, you know, all that stuff. Lashley's not really worried. He just wants to hang out with his woman that he's had recently on Raw. He just wants to hang out with the woman. So, yeah. Um, and then, so, Money in the Bank, uh, in the main, this is the main event. The ladder match is not the main event, and you'll see why. So, Finn Balor wins the ladder match. Um Yeah. Finn Balor wins the ladder match. What is happening? I just, uh, my train of thought just like disappeared. So Finn Balor wins the ladder match. Okay. I get it. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I'm sorry. Um, Finn Balor wins the ladder match and cashes it, not cashes in. Sorry. Um, he cut, um, and so during the main event, which is Lashley versus Kofi, he which goes on for a while, and like Kofi's like surprising Lashley because Lashley wasn't really prepared, but Kofi is, and Kofi's getting in like a lot of offense, but it's still kind of evenly matched. Um, just when it looks like Kofi might have a chance to go for the trouble in paradise, Balor comes in and he attacks Kofi at the briefcase, and it looks like he's gonna and he causes the DQ, and it looks like he's gonna cash in, but Lashley spears him out of nowhere. So it's just like one of those like failed cash-ins where they don't actually cash in. You know what I'm talking about. And so that happens. Um, so next night on Raw, um, Adam Pierce announces that um, at 
extreme rules. Um, Co Kofi is because it's kind of we've gotten to the point where it's kind of like Kofi against the world in the storyline, which you'll kind of see that with Pierce, like because he wants uh, Pierce isn't going full heel for this storyline, but he's kind of like a bit of healness. Like he just wants he thinks Lashley's the right person to carry Raw, so he just thinks just and he doesn't want Kofi to get like super injured. He's just kind of he thinks he's looking out for Kofi's Ben Beck's Beck. I'm fine, sorry. Best interests, but he's really not. And so he tells Kofi that Kofi is not going to get the shot at Extreme Rules, but he out Extreme Rules. He's going to go one-on-one with Finn Balor in a no-DQ match because Finn Balor got him DQ'd from his title match. It makes sense. And if Kofi wins that, he will become the number one contender for SummerSlam. And at the pay-per-view, Lashley... Um, can take on like it doesn't really matter but let's say you let's say actually i came up with something i like i said i'm spitballing this so this this could be bad this could be good you do a big battle royale with a bunch of people on raw except like kofi and balor who's on raw now and by like the shock of the century woods xavier woods manages to pick up the win and for a couple reasons, so that you can do Lashley versus Woods to warm up for the Kofi Lashley match, and because Woods is a really underrated singles wrestler, like Woods is really really good as a singles wrestler. So you know, in the next couple of weeks, you continue the build to where like you do like Lashley and Balor versus New Day in a tag match, and like the again like Lashley just not very worried about. This time he's more he's like preparing for Xavier, but he still doesn't really care as much because he thinks Xavier's basically just the worst version of Kofi. So he thinks Xavier's like even less um less um what's the word? Less worthy, I guess you could say, to be in the ring with him. And he and Xavier studies up and so this is also gonna be an extreme rules match. So, at the pay-per-view, the main event is Extreme Rules, um, Woods versus Lashley for the WWE title. So, anyway, um, what am I saying? What am I talking about? I'm trying to think. So, yeah, uh, Balor versus Kofi. Uh, really hard hit and let him go for a while because it'd be a great match. But Kofi manages to overcome the odds and pick up the win against Balor to become the number one contender for SummerSlam. So he's backstage. He's like psyching up Woods. He's like, "You got this." And then so Woods, um, Woods doesn't want Kofi to come out with him because if he wins, he wants to it to be clean. He doesn't want to cheat in any way. And so Woods goes out there. They have the Extreme Rules match. Woods gets Woods gets in like a decent amount of offense, but eventually Lashley is able to pick up the win. Um, and after the match, he just starts like brutalizing Woods, like he's trying to injure him. And so it looks like he's about to like. I'm just trying to think of, like, he has, like, a steel chair around Woods' neck, and he's about to hit, like, a dominator, but he, like, spikes the chair down so that Woods' like neck would break. But then uh, Kofi, like, the New Day music hits, Kofi comes down, and um, he hits uh, Trouble in Paradise, and Woods is able to recover and hit the diving elbow drop on Lashley. And so the pay-per-view ends with Kofi holding up the title, and Lashley, like, on the ground, kind of defeated. And um, 
So next you have your like build the summer slam, you know, where this time Lashley, he's taking it serious. He's like, okay, this is a big fight. This time I'm preparing. And they're both like studying game film and like all that stuff. They treat it like really seriously. And this time the story is that these two are evenly matched. It's like a too close to call. And you know the guy who does the prime target promos for NXT? Bring him in, have him do one for Kofi Lashley. And just like big, make it as big fight feel as possible, where they're such evenly matched. And um, at the pay per view, uh, Kofi, um, Kofi, there. Um, why am I talking? So at the pay per view, um, Kofi tr- goes for the trouble in pair. Uh, he's got it. He gets the trouble in paradise and he wins the match. He wins the title, but that Finn Balor comes out and he, sorry for the noise. And Finn Balor starts like beating up Kingston, but then Woods comes out and he takes out Finn Balor. And then, so payback is the next, um, the, I want payback. So what they did last year was they did summer or payback the week after SummerSlam so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have payback the week after SummerSlam. So at payback, you have a triple threat match for the WWE title. Lashley versus Kingston versus Balor, where Kofi wins by defeating Lashley. And then, um, so build to Clash of Champions, where it is going to be Balor versus... Um, Kofi in a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. And you can do like Woods versus Balor. And like the story is kind of just like Balor's, he failed, his failed cash in was because he got taken. Did I say that Lashley speared him out of nowhere? Like every time he's just tried to cash in, he's been thwarted because Kofi's had help from someone else. And this time, there's going to be no one to save him inside of the Hell in a Cell. The structure. The metal structure. And uh, Kofi manages to defeat, um, defeat what's his name, Balor, inside Hell in a Cell. And that's kind of it. And then you can just have, like, Kofi do, like, keep as champion. And you could even, like, have Daniel Bryan make his return to do a match with Kofi for the title have Kofi win that. You can have Kofi just rematch against Brock and win this time, maybe if you wanted to. Uh, just tons of possibilities. You can do Kofi versus McIntyre once he comes back from his uh, work injury. There are a lot of possibilities here. And, yeah, that's um, how I'd book Kofi Kingston back into the main event scene. So this episode's not as long as I would like it to be. So next time, uh, I didn't actually, was not able to watch Double or Nothing, but I'm just going to be giving my thoughts on what happened and what I thought. So I'll uh, see you there. Uh, welcome back to the show. Appreciate you sticking around for me just yakking around about Double or Nothing, if you even are, of course. So, um, Double or Nothing obviously had a live crowd, and man, do I wish I was there. I was unfortunately not even able to watch it on television, but just from what I saw on, like, Twitter and what I heard, it was, it was wild, and it seemed like it was a really fun card, even if everything didn't hit, like, the exact way 
they wanted it to because I heard some of the matches weren't like super great. So first up, we got Inner Circle, <clears throat> Inner Circle defeating the Pinnacle and, by pinfall in a Stadium Stampede match, which I some of it I liked because you didn't MJF was not pinned, which is nice because he's like the big heel of that group, and you can't you don't want him to really get pinned. Yeah, so Sean Spears took the pin, but I think the Pinnacle should have won to give obviously because they won blood guts. And to get them some more, like, heel heat. And Jericho and Fozzie are going on tour soon. So, I have no idea why they didn't win. But, you know, whatever. And what also didn't make sense is you have this big pay-per-view with fans back. And your main event is a match that is mostly cinematic. Like, they came back into the arena for a little bit. But it was a mostly cinematic match. And it was the main event of their first pay-per-view back with fans. Which, like, what? Why? Why would you do that? Why? I, I'm just wondering. I just want to know why. But whatever. Um, They did have a really cool where they, like, rappelled down the stadium for their entrance. Next thing, Mark Henry has arrived in AEW. I did not see this coming at all. Maybe there are reports, but I guess I didn't see them because I was very surprised when I saw this. I'm interested to see, because apparently he's going to be an analyst for their new show, Rampage, which comes, like, I think, like, later this year. I don't know when exactly. But very interesting. AEW, though, they're, like, they have, like, big, big, big appearances now from, like, they're just, like, for a company that's so anti-WWE, they sure do, like, getting, like, legends from the WWE. I mean, you have Sting, who, yeah, WCW, but... That's bit WCW's more or less part of WWE now. So like whatever. And so yeah, uh kinda kinda weird. I didn't see it coming. But now now AEW they got like this standard. They gotta have a big like day de- legend debut uh, on their specials because they did like on the Winter is Coming. I think that was what it's called. They had Sting and then they did um Big Show. Big Show was like completely randomly. And then they did KJ Revolution. Then they did Mark Henry. And the debuts are getting progressively worse. Because you got Sting, who's like a legend, like big time. And then you got Big Show, who's, yeah, he's also a pretty big legend. Not as big as Sting, I'd say, but still pretty big. And then you have Christian, who also still a legend. Not as big of a name as Big Show or Steam, but still a legend. And then you got Mark Henry, who's a bit lower down on the totem pole than them all, but still a legend. So next up, they're gonna have some like low level legend. They gotta have some low level, lower level legend debut, and it has to be a WWE Hall of Famer. Has to meet that. Cr- oh well, I guess um, Big Show wasn't, but um, they gotta have like a WWE legend. And I can't think. I'm trying to think of one, but I can't right now. And I wish I could. You could have like, um, um. IRS, IRS debuts at, um, what is, what's next? Is it all out or is it full gear? I think it's all out, all out in Chicago. Yeah. So, uh, next was Kenny Omega versus Pack versus Orange Cassidy. I heard this match was really, really good. And, um, the cat, the Omega one, nothing really wrong with that. I, that's how I would have done it. Um, next up is Sting and Darby versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. First of all, I did obviously did not see that, but I heard that um, uh, I heard that 
Sting was like popping off for his age in this match. And I thought that was pretty cool. You know, nice to see Sting getting back in the ring. And Darby B took this like big bump where he got grill press slam from the ring to the fans. Like, geez, Darby. But um Sting and Darby won. Which like I get it because they're like babyface and stuff, but I feel like they should like put over Sky and Paige. Cause Paige he's kind of just like a loser. Like, sure, he can win all the matches on dark that he wants against like jobbers. But all the big stages, he just loses. Like, he lost here, he lost in the face. Like, come come on. They had a, I think they should have won, but, you know, like, whatever. Um, And then the Brit Breaker, Hikaru Shida match. Um, Hikaru Shida, not very interesting as champion. She feels like a very long transitional champion. Very long reigning transitional champion. And here she dropped the title to Baker. I heard the match wasn't super great but you know whatever just a great a great moment for baker and that's what i think counts overall and so you know that's nice problem is i think that so baker's obviously the heel i think everyone was behind baker because everyone likes her and cheetah they were like whatever sure she's fine but everyone was mostly behind baker which is funny then uh miro versus lance archer miro won i heard it was like a big man you know Brutal match, you know, so sounds about good. Only problem from what I've heard is that they didn't have a story to it, really, which I can understand because they were mad at each other for about a total of two weeks. So, yeah. Uh, next up, Anthony Gogo versus Cody Rhodes. Cody won, everybody. Cody won. Why did Cody win? Why? Like, I get it. America, it's Memorial Day weekend. But Cody didn't need to win. He didn't need to win. He's already beaten everyone in the factory. This feud doesn't need to continue. Cody won. Why? Like, I don't want to And then he, like, Gogo looks like a total dweeb. Like, first of all, Cody didn't even beat him with a, his finisher. I mean, he won with a vertebraker, which isn't even the crossroads, unless it's his finisher now, which doesn't make much sense, but whatever. And then... Out, he kicked out of like multiple. He got punched like twenty times for by this Olympic boxer who won a medal, and he's just fine. And there was one point where he outboxed a go-go, outboxed him. Like what, Cody? Cody, what are you doing, Cody? Cody, no. Uh, next up was the um, Casino Battle Royale, and so my prediction was wrong. I said Cage was gonna win, but I don't care. Because my guy Jungle Boy won. And apparently in two weeks' time, we're getting Jungle Boy versus Omega for the world title. My pick to win that? Well, not actually, but I hope he wins. Oh, Jungle Boy wins. Because Jungle Boy's the best. I love Jungle Boy. Not like that. But uh, uh, Jungle Boy's my guy. Screw Kenny Omega. I'm a Jungle Boy fan. I hope Jungle Boy wins the world title. But, um, uh, you know, interestingly, Leo Rush debuted for AW in this match, which is very interesting. Which was very, very interesting. I didn't see that coming. I don't think many people did. Which, you know, cool. He didn't last very long. And I'm he I'm hearing I think I heard that he signed with New Japan. And obviously they're in a partnership with WWE. So that makes sense. And uh yeah, so and that happened. Nice to see Jungle Boy winning. Next up, AW World Tag Team Titles, Young Bucks versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Uh Young Bucks won, probably the right call, and hopefully 
apparently Moxley just ate like a ton of finishers. So hopefully you can write him off TV like that. And then, um, you know, it seems that it seems from what I heard, this was like a really, really good match. And like the Bucks were like really good heels. Like young Bucks are very unlikable. Like, I'm sorry, but they are. Like, just looking at them with their stupid shoes, I'm like, oh, my God, I hate them. And, like, just I was, like, catching clips on Twitter of all the show was going on, and I watched um, Moxley's entrance in Kingston. I'm like, I hope they just kill the Young Bucks. Like, get them, guys. Then uh, final match was Brian Cage versus Hangman Page. Um, Hangman Page won. I heard this was a pretty good one. You know, perfectly fine. And then um, Rio versus Serena Deeb, obviously, on the pre-show. Serena Deeb won. Yeah, good stuff. So, uh, overall, not the way I would have booked it overall, but overall, a pretty good pay-per-view and a pretty fun one from what I could tell. I wish I was there. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. So, yeah, uh, that's it for today. See ya.